What is going on, everybody? I am Greg Hellback, and my co-host, Michael Pinter, and I are bringing you another episode of the New York Real Estate Investing Show. This show is all about how to be successful in New York State, one of the best places and one of the most difficult places to do business in. And each and every week, Michael and I are going to bring awesome content to everybody who wants to learn how to do this business successfully in New York. Between the both of us, we have done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of deals. We've made millions of dollars and we've also made a ton of mistakes. So if you want to try your best to avoid those mistakes, definitely take a listen to this podcast. Every single week, we are going to provide actionable tactical steps on how you can be successful investing in the Empire State of New York. Stay tuned and welcome to the show. Today on the solo episode, I'm going to make a point and I'm going to share a story, right? And I'm going to use a non-real estate example or a non-business example of something that just happened to me yesterday, actually. And it was uh, quite scary, actually, uh, involving a pet. So I hope you enjoy the story and I hope you get some value from the lesson. So here we go. So basically what was going on yesterday. So I'm back in New York right now and I'm in kind of a housing limbo. So I'm renovating a property and while it's under construction, I'm staying with my folks and they got a new dog and the dog actually, uh, her name is Callie and uh, the dog's never really seen me that much because I did not live in New York. I don't didn't live there, right? So I haven't lived there in years. So the dog wasn't very familiar with me. So they said, you know what, Greg, we're going on this trip to Florida. I don't know if it's a good idea if the dog stays here. So we're going to have our friends watch the dog. And I was like, totally cool. I don't have to take the dog out for a pee or anything like that. I can just not worry about the dog. Anyway, so the dog went out, went to the dog sitter for, I think, two or three days. Dog got back and uh, my parents still were not home yet, right? So I had the dog for like, I don't know, 12 hours until they got back Uh, because this is their dog and it's a really cute little poodle. Anyway, so to make a long story sort of short, (laughs) the dog was so frightened that it was at a stranger's house. I mean, it got along great with the stranger, but it was just out of its environment. Um, It was a little nervous when it got home, the dog, or she was a little nervous when she got home, this little, this cute little poodle. And... (laughs) She peed all over my car, right? Which it is what it is. I got leather seats. I cleaned it up. It was no big deal, but it gets way worse. So what ended up happening after that was the dog uh, was sitting in the house for like an hour. And I was just like, you know what? I should probably take the dog out for a walk. The old dog they used to have was a a dog where his name was Brady. And he was, I, I think this thing was a legitimate satanic cult leader, this dog. I mean, this dog was so poorly behaved. It was unbelievable. And the dog unfortunately ducked out a couple of years ago. Anyway, so they got the new dog. Callie's back at the house. And uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just take this dog out for a quick walk. But she's so small. And apparently I thought she didn't run away. I um, I was like, let me just drop her off here on the stairs and, uh, you know, just have her take a pee. And then generally when I do that, she comes back up to the stairs and I let her back in the house and it's all good. So drop her off at the stairs, no leash, go inside to the kitchen to turn my computer on. And I'm like, all right, let me go get the dog now. And it turns out this dog freaking high-tailed the hell out of the property and went running and running and running and running. And I was like, oh, shit, I am in trouble. I lost my parents' dog. This is going to be a disaster. So I didn't call them right away, and I got some neighbors involved in finding this dog. And um, it ended up being an epic battle to get this thing. So... I was super nervous. I was running around the premises of their house, the you know, the about a half mile radius. And 
I was like, oh my gosh, this is trying to find a needle in a haystack, a small little black dog with white spots in the forest near their house and near main roads is, is just like, it's like playing, uh, you know, uh, it's like playing Mario Kart or whatever, or playing Super Mario where you can get smashed at any time because you're a dog running around. So chased this dog around, couldn't find the dog. And about an hour later, I spotted the dog right in the woods, looked right at me. And I was like, yo, you got to come back home. Decided to run after the dog, which was a bad idea. And uh, by the way, there's a bunch of business lessons coming up here, but just I want to finish the story so uh, the lessons will um, get ingrained better. So find the dog. The dog sees me. I'm like, yes, I got it. I'm here. I got this dog. Problem solved. And the dog runs away. Take the dog right back into the freaking yard. And she sits down. And I go to grab her. And she shoots up, runs away, runs right up the hill again, back into the woods. And I'm just like, oh, crap. I'm in a major pickle now. So I lost the dog again. So, one of the neighbors was like, hey, was there a dog running around? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I just saw the dog run across this main busy street called Spring Street, which has a lot of cars that go by it. And I was like, oh, crap. The dog freaking ran across a busy street. That's dangerous. So, this dog ran across the street onto this thing called the Heritage Trail, which is a like a walking and biking trail. It's pretty popular here in Orange County. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This dog is now in the freaking Heritage Trail. Oh, no. So I'm just thinking this is not going to be good here. No leash, nothing, a loose dog. It's a Sunday afternoon. I'm just trying to enjoy myself. And um, I got to chase this dog around. And I still haven't told anyone yet. So a couple hours later, I'm starting to really get panicky, scared. So I hop on a bike, actually. I hop on a bike. And I'm like, I can cover more ground on a bike than I can my feet. And I tried to drive, but the driving wasn't that effective because you can only really go on the road. So the driving didn't make any sense chasing this dog around and I'm like, can't find the dog. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is no, no good here. So I said, you know, I might as well call my parents who are in Florida, by the way. So I call my mom. I go, Hey, what's going on? Everything's all good. Everyone's safe. Everything is, is well, not everything is all good, but I said, everyone's safe. Uh, I just got to tell you though, I did lose the dog and I, I cannot find the dog right now. We have like the whole street here trying to find this thing. And, um, I'm a little scared and she freaked out and she was like, oh my gosh, she loves this dog. And she's like, well, you got to find it. I'm like, I know. So she wrote my brother into this. My brother comes back and he's freaking looking for this damn dog. We're scrambling. We're going down on this trail. And I know I'm rambling here, but trust me, it gets better. And uh, <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of business lessons. Trust me, if you stay till the end. So I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is just ridiculous here. And it's about four o'clock right now. It gets dark here around eight o'clock. So I uh, had like, you know, four more hours left to, to find this dog before it gets dark. So we start recruiting all the people on the heritage trail to look for this dog and they start taking our number down so if they see the dog they can call us so i think the third or fourth person ended up finding this freaking dog and they're like oh i found her i found where she is she's hanging out by this one spot and i'm like all right i'm gonna come get her so i went over there saw the dog again i made contact with the dog and i thought i had this dog in sight and um well i had the dog in sight but i thought i had the dog in the in the trap which is really my hands to walk her back to the house and probably feed her some chocolate. Just kidding. Um, and I'm like, oh, yes, here we go. The dog was nestled in the bush. Couldn't really see me. And this lady apparently was like a dog whisperer. And she was actually walking a dog in a stroller. Which, by the way, if you see that, that is probably the weirdest shit I've ever seen when you're walking a dog in a stroller like it's a two-year-old. No idea why people do that. But, hey, it's America. And um, so she nestles into the woods, finds this dog. She starts talking to the dog. And the dog's like, what the fuck are you doing here? The dog ends up sprinting through the woods, pops out right in front of me again. The dog like bends over 
and is like lunging at me, not to bite me, but she's like, looks like she's about to get shot out of a cannon. And bam, she takes off and runs right down the freaking heritage trail again. And that was, I think, the last time we saw the dog for the, the daylight, at least. Got the cops involved, got all these freaking people involved trying to find this dog, posted on Facebook, all this crazy shit. Long story short, I get home and I'm just like, fuck, this dog is fucking lost and this is not good. So I was like, you know what? I gave it a great effort, but at this point to keep chasing this dog in the middle of the night is not an effective thing. So I'm going to pack it in and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, call it a, a good effort and give it a swing tomorrow potentially. Anyway, my parents end up getting home at like fucking 10 o'clock at night. And I'm sorry for swearing. If you're find this language offensive, I apologize. Um, but it's just, this is kind of how I talk. <laughs> so, um, they end up long, long, long story short. At three in the morning, my mom's driving around calling this dog's name. This dog ended up running like four miles down the road near this thing called Museum Village, which is like super far from my parents' house for a dog to go, especially at night. My mom's calling this dog's name three in the morning. People probably think she's crazy. And anyway, she's like, you know what? I got to get back home. She comes back home. She's back on the street and she keeps yelling the dog's name. And sure as freaking shit, this dog ends up running down the hill runs back home and I remember I was sleeping and I heard like, oh, the dog's home. Oh my gosh. And I'm just like smirking as I'm half asleep and I'm like, wow, that is insane. So the dog is back. The dog is safe and the dog is probably exhausted, tired, and mentally scarred from that journey. By the way, there was a coyote sighting a couple weeks ago and um, that was also scary too because I thought for a minute that dog might be the coyote's appetizer for the day. So anyway, why the hell did I just tell you the story? So here's why I told you the story. In business, in life, especially in fucking real estate investing, it's going to be a freaking roller coaster. You're going to think you have a deal and then you're not going to have a deal. You're going to think you're not going to have a deal and then you're going to have a deal. It's a freaking up and down and up and down and this and that. So when I was chasing that dog around, I thought I was not going to catch the dog. I ended up seeing the dog in the woods and I was like, yes, I got the dog. And then all of a sudden the dog slipped right out from under me. And uh, that, that happens in business. That happens in real estate. So you got to get used to that kind of stuff. Another lesson I learned that I can use this story to make a business point is that anytime you pursue something, it generally will elude you. The key is you want to attract the thing to you by becoming the person you need to be to get what you want, right? So instead of me running after the dog like a goober, I should have just freaking laid down in the middle of the road and had the dog come to me and probably should have had a dog treat on me, but I was too silly to, to get a dog treat. So anytime you're trying to get something, instead of pursuing it, you want to attract it to come towards you by doing the things that would get the dog in this scenario or the goal to come to you by becoming that person. What's another story? Sometimes it's just going to work out. It's just going to freaking flat out work out. And you might not think it's going to work out, right? You're doubting that. I, I was honestly doubting that dog was coming back. I thought that dog was chop suey, unfortunately, and I, I'm glad it's not, but at the end of the day, if you hope for the best and you have belief and faith, th great things happen. And this dog ended up coming back. And um, sometimes in business, that's going to happen. You're not going to think you're going to get your deal or you're not going to think you're going to get your goal. And all of a sudden, by whatever force, you get your goal, you get your deal, and you're happy as a clam and all is good. So I hope you enjoyed that lesson. I know this was a little bit of a long, short podcast, if that makes sense. And I hope you got value.